are about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Beautiful mothers, how I celebrate you. You are the colors of creation. Without you, the world will be gray and black and maybe blue. But with women, we pop the world with our yellow, our pink, our green. What can't we do? What really? We, we pop the world in white. We pop the world in black. Whatever you put on a woman, she pops. Who else can have curves like we do? Who can stretch like we can? Who can just be? Anyway, I understand because we're produced from the refined products of clay. Is there an excited woman in the house this morning? I hear they are called the queens of the father's church. Can somebody give a royal wave? A queen that knows who she is. Don't wave like you are from my hometown. I said queen, queen wave. Help me celebrate this beautiful woman. Hallelujah. And it's not only the women wearing the ashwabi, but every woman, a woman with a womb this morning, you are the one we are celebrating. Whether the children are on their way or they are here or they are still in the mind of God, you are a woman, you are a mother. And we celebrate you this morning. Can you put your hands together and celebrate every single woman in the house, every single one that God has made special. I tell you, nothing can be birthed in this world without a woman. You have a woman around you, you have a future around you. Don't take a woman for granted. Help me celebrate our beautiful Pastor Ikena. Pastor Ikena ministers peace. Am I the only one that feels like that? No matter how much the thing is doing, when you're around Pastor Ikena, you are calm. When I was told it was there yesterday, I started coming down. I didn't know it was there from the beginning. Pastor, bear with me. Thank God my sister said it all. I'm a gentle person. One on one, I'm gentle. It's just the work that has to be done. And I'm already telling you ahead of time today, I'm not Fanta. So you don't have to like me. I'm malaria tablets. When you see your mouth is not nice. But it needs to drive malaria from your system. So nobody is going to make me feel uncomfortable about what I must declare by God this morning. Hallelujah. Can you celebrate my beautiful Pastor Chi for me? She's such a sweetheart. Kai, I love this woman of God. Since God bless you. Thank you for having me here. Queens, from a queen to another queen, I love you. Thank you so much. Hmm. You know, I've written so many things down, but as I prepare, I have learned to yield to the Holy Spirit. Because it's not about preparation of your written down, but what God wants to say. And as I sat down there and I watched the movie, meanwhile, that movie is a classic. Can you celebrate them? Can you celebrate them? Thank God we did not consult one another. It won't look like they whispered a word to me. This is what the heavenlies are preaching to the galaxies. This is what God needs us to know right 
right now. I celebrate that movie and I think it should be put on social media, sent to AIT, sent to NTA, for every mother who cares about her future. This is the word for the now. If we overdo it, we'll fix it. Because we have overdone it the other way around too. The Spirit of God said, start from Colossians 1.13. It says that we have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness. And we have been translated to the kingdom of God's dear son. And the explanation the Holy Spirit gave me on this simple scripture is this. That there are two kingdoms in this world. There is the kingdom of darkness and there is the kingdom of God's dear son. Many of us were in the kingdom of darkness at a time in our lives. We were in rebellion, we were in all manner. But a time came that we met with the Lord Jesus and we were translated. You literally moved away from Lagos state and translated to Abuja. You cannot import the government of Lagos state and insist that it must be operated here. In this kingdom, there are no gray areas. The word of God is the final authority. It's sad that many of us are rewriting the Bible to suit us. So the part of the Bible we don't like, we cancel it and we put our own. Hence the chaos. You were either going to accept the kingdom of his dear son, or you carry on the kingdom of the, the, that kingdom that we are coming from. But we knew that that kingdom was not good enough. That's why we enlisted in the army of God. Second thing I want us to know is this: that there is an ongoing feud. A feud is a war. <laughs> a feud is a battle between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. The enemy has organized a gang against the woman and her seed. The enemy is not joking about crushing. But it is the seed of the woman that has the mandate. Because the Bible says that the seed of the woman will crush the seed of the serpent. And it's been an ongoing feud. Many women in the Bible were conscious of this war. So they stood wherever they were. Knowing that it's not Pharaoh against me. It is a system against my seed. So I'm going to stand in God. Stand with God and stand by God. To carry out what God has written concerning each of my children. So Jochebed had no business with Pharaoh. Was dealing with superior, a superior God. That was bigger than the ultimate system at the time. Praise the Lord. Let me start from Daniel 1 from verse 3. Daniel 1 from verse 3, please. Still talking about the gang up of the enemy. And the king spoke unto Ashpenaz, the master of the eunuch, and he sh- that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and the princes. Children in whom there was no blemish, but well favored and skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge and understanding science, such as had the ability to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat, and of the wine which he drank, So nourishing them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. And among them were the children of Judah, Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. 
unto whom the prince of the Enoch gave names. <laughs> For he gave Daniel, Belshazzar, and Ananias, Shadrach, and to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the Enoch that he might not defile himself. Let me explain this. This was when the children of God were in Babylon. This was when the children of God went on exile. The Bible says that the king wanted the best of the children of Israel. He was not interested in the dollars. The king was not interested in the people that did not have sense. The devil wanted the best. So he said among the Israelites, select the best. The one that is apt in science. The one that can understand literature. The one that can understand politics. Medicine. Select the best of the best. And did you see something else that the system of Babylon did to these children? It changed their identity. Changed their taste buds. Changed their names. them a name that they were changed the names that they were covenanted for in Israel and he said no that you are in another system we will change your name this is what the enemy wants today the enemy wants the best of the brains the enemy wants the best of our children but we say no because we understand that it's an ongoing battle for the seed of the woman and the seed of the devil Bible says Daniel a boy that was just barely 17 as at the time of his captivity I trip each time I remember Daniel this guy was captured when he was 17 he died at 85 he never saw his father or his mother again so I'm just wondering what did they say to this boy that alone without his pastor alone without a big bible alone without midweek service could withstand a system and say I have proposed in my mind I'm not going to eat this thing what kind of mother raised this boy the boy served three governments three different sets of governments they tried to implicate him but he could not be implicated what mother trained Daniel what did they program in this boy that exempted him oh God what mother trained Joseph that he stood before pressure of sex not in his hometown he was sold and the Bible says Potiphar's wife do you know what he stood to benefit if he had gone with Potiphar's wife's proposal? He would be getting, getting extra piece of meat. He probably would be drinking leftover wine of Potiphar. But that would have been the best that would have happened to him. But he must have understood by God that there was a glorious end for him. And he chose not to defile himself too. What did his mother tell him? Who raised that little boy on the crusade ground where Jesus was that was willing to share his five loaves and two, and two fish? A mother is a programmer. A mother programs a seed. When she gets it round like a round peg in a round hole, even when she's no longer there, the instructions of her mother is vibrating in her spirit or in his spirit forever.
I'm starting this way, telling you that the devil wants the best. The best. But we understood, we understand who we are. And we're standing in the face of this enemy. And we are saying, no, you cannot have our seed. The way our mothers contended for us, that we turned out right. Whatever I must do, your style may be different from my style and it's okay. The earlier you download your own style to fulfill the mandate of God, the better. But I have made up my mind like Joshua did. As for me and my household, it's not negotiable. You must serve the Lord. If you are bold enough to eat my food, you must serve the Lord. If you are courageous enough for us to labor and pay your school fees, then your service of God is not negotiable. Parenting is not befriending. Ah, number two thing I need you to understand. My sisters read yesterday Malachi 2.15. The state of your marriage greatly affects the output of the children. With enough respect to my sister that asked yesterday, you know, about single parenting. If I had if I was given, in fact, I wanted to look for you afterwards so that I would say something, but I was rushing off another program. Sweetheart, my sis, find a relevant male figure because I know you have a daughter. Find a relevant male figure that is going to play daddy role for that girl. I'm sure sister Irene said something like that yesterday. Women, we are about order. A woman must be undercover. This is the ancient part. She must be under her father's cover. When she's not under her father's cover, she'll be under her husband's cover. These are the certified cover that God. A woman must be undercover. If this covering is not working, move to a cover. There must be cover. Thank God for spiritual fatherhood covering. Spirit, there must be a cover. Otherwise, even men can mess you up. Have you seen that? That's how a lot of people started living. I mean, that's how they started living loose lives in Abuja. When you start living alone in a BQ, then guys want to come and watch football in your hand. That's how breast touching starts. Nobody can come and touch your breast in your father's house. Am I making sense? We're adults. Yeah, nobody should form child though. There is no child. We know these things. And the earlier we are able to speak about it on the pulpit, the better for us. Praise God. Can we fix our marriages because we are confusing the children? The reason why many children are no longer interested in God things is because of the bipolar approach. The children cannot reconcile their godly mothers in church and their cantankerous mothers at home. They can't understand the woman that kneels down to submit to pastor and the mother that screams at the top of her voice to her husband. So they are thinking... My mom sings in the choir, but she listens to all the video at home. On all her phone, I cannot worldly songs. What are we talking about? Let's fix our marriages if we truly love our children. It's unfair that we quarrel in front of our children. It's unfair. It's unfair that we quarrel in front of our children. And it's worse when you are making those children take sides with you. Many mothers, you, you arrange your 10 year old, 15 year old and you begin to tell them things that are not their business. You are putting a load on them that is unnecessary. Go and find somebody else to talk to and don't wreck. We are blurring the picture of marriages to our children by our lives. 
God said the reason why he brought a man and a woman is to raise a godly offspring. Can we agree with God and raise godly offsprings for him? Let's fix our marriages. <laughs> our children watch us in our only malice. Christian malice. You will not talk to your spouse for one week. Then you are the one hanging on the chandelier in the name of praising God. Who is deceiving who? These children that are so smart. They are looking at us. Waiting to leave home. And say, mommy, you, did you honestly think I was carried away by all that drama you were doing? For the sake of your children, go and walk in the fruit of the spirit. The only place that your Christianity is relevant is in your home. If you cannot submit at home, please don't carry this mic. If you cannot be godly, if your child does not enter your room and find your Bible on your knees, something is wrong. Let that child know that the solution to everything is God. Let that child hear you crying out to God in worship in the middle of the night. You are doing something. Let that child come in and say, Daddy and Mommy, hold hands to agree. We have not paid the school fees, but we know our God is a provider. Fix your marriage. Otherwise, you are negatively affecting the children. Praise God. This time should not move. It should not even move today. <laughs> Show me Judges 13, verse 2. I will move as fast as I can. Judges 13, verse 2. Quickly, sir. And there was a certain man of Zorah, the family of the Danite, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bare not. Show me verse 9. Excuse me, verse 8. Then Manoah entreated the Lord and said, Oh my Lord, let the man of God without this sin come again unto us and teach us what we shall do unto this child that shall be born. God was about to release a mighty seed on the earth. God was about to release a redeemer on the earth. God was about to release a solution on the earth. And he chose this man and his wife, Mrs. Manoah. I mean, Mr. and Mrs. Manoah. Amazingly, the angel came to Mrs. Manoah. I guess many times, if you're attentive in pregnancy, God will speak to you. God wants to tell you the life, the destiny, and everything that has to do with that child. But truth of the matter is that many times, mothers are online shopping. Looking for clothes and looking for this and that. We are not paying attention to the destinies of this child. I learned in the story of Rebecca. God said to her, two nations are in your room. He didn't say two, two children. So every seed you birth is a nation. Once you have this understanding, it will change your approach. You are not raising a city mother. You are not raising a local clan chief. You are raising a nation. If you want this understanding, your mindset will change. That's a ruler that you are raising. A ruler of a home, a ruler of a marriage. Ah, oh God, have mercy. And the angel came to Mrs. Manoah and downloaded everything she needed to know. Do you know because of the quality of child that Mrs. Manoah was going to have, up to her appetite was changed. You used to drink booze before, but because of this child, no more booze. Whether it's red wine, pink wine, or leave them. Something is about to be born in your house that does not require compromise. And she heard it. Thank God for a woman like Mrs. Manoah. She told her husband, many of us have dealings of God about our children, but we, we leave our husbands out. 
What rebellion? I thank God for my spoken word sisters that talked about feminism is the antichrist. Beat me after it doesn't matter. I'll be persecuted for righteousness sake. God is not interested in feminism. It is from the pit of hell. Let's stop this nonsense. God is a God of order. He said he wants the men on top. Not because of anything. It's for order. It's for order. We are growing women that don't want control. Yes. I'm a woman. I'm a lawyer. My husband is a lawyer. But I allow him. It's not easy, but I allow him. Let's allow our husbands. As we go on, I will show you certain things that we can't do just because we are women. Where did that satanic word come from? What a man can do, a woman can do better. Hey! It's a lie, oh. It's a big lie. It's not scriptural. If you join forces with God, God will defend you. I'm not holding brief and I'm not making a case for a man or a woman. I stand on the justice of the word of God before whom we will all be judged. She told her husband the dealing of the, of the angel. And look at the question that this man asked. And this tells me that men are supposed to be involved in parenting. She was, he was the one that now prayed. Hey, as soon as the man heard the instructions of the Lord, look at what he said. He said a man who entreated the Lord and said, oh my Lord, let the man of God, which you sent come again to us, that he may teach us. You need to be taught parenting. It does not fall from you, from, from heaven. And don't think that thing that our parents did were totally correct because the approach that my own dad had, if I put it on my children, I may not even walk. I need to download my own grace on what to do and how to do it. Let him come and teach us. What shall be, what shall we do unto this child? That's the father asking. That is your role in parenting is so big. It's not Father's Day, so we will not circle in on you. But I pray one day God will give me the grace to come and do Father's Day. Then I will help you understand that your priesthood must not be challenged. Don't let a woman raise your child. Don't let a woman raise your son. It's your responsibility. Don't let a woman father your son. Did you hear what I said? Don't let a woman father your son. When she's watching mommy pay school fees, you are diverting the hierarchy and order of God. When, a, when your child is watching mommy pay for food, pay for clothes, shelter, Ah, don't be comfortable with the woman paying rent on your head. Don't be comfortable. Even if she does it, reject that spirit. Sis, I rejected the spirit to be the head of my family. I told my God, that throne is made for my husband and he must sit on it. And the Bible says, woe well, unto you, O land. When your king is a child, I refuse for my husband to be a child. You will be a king that will rule in power. I don't want to be the king of my family. It's like making a woman drive a trailer. She will drive it. But it's not ideal. Any vacuum you create, we will drive it. But it's not the will of God. It's better when you take your place. And I take my place. And we collaborate and support one another. Don't get comfortable with the woman paying your rent. Don't get comfortable with the woman paying your children's school fees. Even if it's Uber, go and drive it. It's more honorable. How did we lose the culture of respect? Because a woman that you are making to pay house rent, food, clothes, go for every meeting, then you tell her, she 
to say, I love you. What does that mean? She can't respect you. Take your place. Number three thing or number four thing. Your children are your heaviest responsibility. Show me a scripture quickly. In Job 39 verse 13 to 18. We have many scriptures. Don't be in a hurry. Oh, me, man, not in a hurry. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. So that the Lord can open a new page for us to do it right. I had to confront myself on this thing. Because me, I was murdering the whole world. I was doing pastor lala. Everybody that needed counseling. Every church that needed ministry. Until God started telling me, go back home. <laughs> the spirit of Ella is real. Oh. Solving national issues. Nothing will happen until they are called their life. Meanwhile, he was brooding Satan in his house. Because the Bible says, now the sons of Eli were also the sons of Beliah. So his children are two sets of fatherhood under his watch. <laughs> they are two sets of fathers. They were the sons of the prophets. Yet, they were the sons of Beliah. You know Beliah? You know Beliah, don't you? He's devil. Equency, I've heard you call that. Yes. So it's possible. Your spirituality is not transferable, sir. It's not. You must deliberately sit down and communicate your God to your children. Don't be fooled. Ah, and children know how to act drama. Don't be fooled by reciting um, scripture. Don't be fooled by coming out and saying, good morning, ma. my memory verses. Forget that thing. Children are born at us. And they know when you, they don't have, you don't have their time. Show me that scripture. This scripture. Give us thou the goodly wings unto the peacock. Or wings and feathers unto the ostrich. Listen to verse 14. I will read again. Give us thou the goodly wings unto the peacock. Or wings and feathers unto the ostrich. Which liveth our eggs in the earth. And warmeth them in the dust. And forget that the food may crush them or that the wild beast may break them. Continue. Continue, sir. She is hardened against her young ones as though they were not of hers. Her labor is in vain without fear. Because God had deprived her of wisdom, neither had he imparted her to understanding. What time she lifted up herself on high she scorned the ox and his rider i will explain i love bible the bible says you should consider the ostrich when god wants to drive a point home he uses animals and now he's an ostrich he said consider the ostrich that is the biggest of the birds it has fluffy wings and it's so adorable the bible says in that last verse that even when the ostrich runs against horses the ostrich will, will, will win but that is not the part of my concern that i want you to learn he said look at how the ostrich treats her eggs she can be competitive in the business world she has billions like mrs adegoke she has plenty of money like Mr. Degoke. And of course she flies business class and carries Gucci bag and looks the part. But God said that's not my business. What I want you to zero in is Mrs. Adegoke. Big ostrich. And now she treats her eggs. The Bible says she lays her eggs on the floor. Then she uses a light sand 
to cover it. That Mrs. Adegoke is not even conscious that big animals can trample on these eggs because she did not take her time to bury the eggs and protect it. Why is she behaving as if she did not labor for these eggs? We keep our jewelry in the bank because it's valuable to us. We park our cars under cool cover because they are valuable to us. But the most valuable thing God gave you, oh mother, is your seed. The most valuable thing God placed in your hand is your seed. I consider the story of Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was not born lame. Mephibosheth was not born crippled. It was the handling of a nurse. Where was mommy on that evil day where the enemy had killed the father? Where was the mother? She probably needed to clock in at six in the morning and she's the chairman of our board. Nothing goes on in her office without her but she had placed her precious child in the hand of a nurse typical of a nurse the child fell are we not all placing our children in the hands of nurses today social media is a nurse they are the ones training our children on sex education there are I don't even want to go into the countless things that are nursing our children when we are we have gone looking for what is not lost, spending time gisting. The one that is not even outside is inside, but spends all our time on Namaste. You watch Namaste, oh, as if you are a shoulder to see world. You don't know Namaste. You don't know Namaste. Z world, Indians. That's the new obsession. That's the new obsession. Who is nursing your child? Who is nursing your child? I watch with utter shock the way people have the best, they, they give birth today, and the most important thing on their mind is getting their bodies back. I want to take my stomach in. I want to lose my. What are we talking about? When did our priorities get so warped? Nobody is talking about grounding a child in values. Nobody is talking about teaching the children the power of honesty. Nobody is communicating contentment. In fact, our children are becoming extremely competitive because they are learning it from us. Should we talk about jealousy and envy and backbiting? You say you are not happy with where your child is a full-time gossip. When you spend all time on the phone discussing Pastor Chi, her shoe, her wig, her dress, then the children are learning. You have nothing good to say about anybody. Of course, it's a revelation of how small you consider yourself to be. Because it's little minds that discuss people. Great minds discuss tomorrow. Hallelujah. Don't be an ostrich. Don't, 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 don't drop your seed. Don't, don't give your child over to a nurse. It's appalling how house girls have taken over our lives. I was counseling a couple and the lady was telling me that her husband was sleeping with the house girl. I said, how did we get there? I said, Amma, house girls coming to our homes now thinking that having sex with her husband is part of their briefs because their wives are nowhere to be found. So I said, how did you people get there? She told me by her own mouth. She said, one day, I was cooking for my husband and I was about to put salt in his food and she told me, ah, mommy, are you still putting salt in daddy's food? Daddy not the top salt again, no. I said, I said, I said shut up there. What do you know? He said, ah, ah, mommy, you don't know. More than three months now, daddy not the top salt. Oh, doctor, tell him. I said, so you are so lost 
that your husband is having negotiation with the house girl. When he came back from the hospital, he had no wife to speak with. And we must talk. I've told people, hey, this sex thing, stop telling yourself that your husband is a man of God. It's deceptional. I told myself a long time ago, my husband, Pastor Ken, is a man, man Of God. Sis, have you seen my husband? Tall, dark, and handsome. And we have ministry to singles. Copper. We narrow way. See what I look like. I look, hey, if copper and do that man, he will not come back home again. You are telling, I'm not joking. Many women have lost their husband to point and kill. In those gardens, there are garden eggs. There are garden eggs inside those gardens. Oh, you won't close your mouth and let that man come and say, No, let me allow her to go and sleep. Ah, don't sleep. Oh, so my husband, come, come. I hear women say, Ah, we, ah, my husband, nah, no, 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 eh, ah, we don't do it all the time. Our food for a man, our food, oh, now food, oh, don't be moved away by chronic ones. When they, the more a man discusses Zephaniah, the more they are around you. I'm not even looking at them. That's why I'm facing you. Because I know what I'm saying. I've been married for 21 years. Leave that acronym and Zephaniah and Zephaniah. In my bedroom, I'm not Pastor Tinu. God forbid all that is evil. I'm Pastor Tinu on the pulpit. When I get home, I'm baby all cool. I do the work with all my spirits, my soul, and my mind. I won't allow one copper to come and rip where she did not sow. Where were they when I was teaching his trouser? But if I fail to do my work, you have not cooked for your husband for three months. Look, as a godly woman, the ancient part is to know your responsibility. Even if I'm quarreling, the most difficult one for me to conquer is to. She be their children here, so we should be calling it Jerusalem. When I say Jerusalem, you understand. To do Jerusalem when I'm angry, I can't understand it. But it's like it's when Pastor Ken is angry, that's when he wants to do Jerusalem. I said, what kind of unequal yoke is this? <laughs> I had to learn it. Because that thing is like thirst. If you say your husband is the designer type, he only drinks swan and ragolis. Quality thirst has not hooked the man. When a person is thirsty very well, you know good thirst. You would have drank three packs of pure water before it dawns on you that there can be gems in it go back home and do your work you are a godly woman you are a reflection of heaven people who have never read their bibles before should look at you and say you are an epistle you are an epitome of submission you are an epitome of the fear of god you are an epitome of reverence esther married a cantakeros man his name was, even his name was Kantakeros. How can I, man, one man have almost five Zs in his name? Zag, 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 zag. You know what I'm saying. That's how Kantakeros that man was. How did Esther find favor with this man? That every time she appeared before him, he put out his scepter. Because she was calm. But we, many of us, we are like running waters. Always turbulent. Always turbulent. We are not angry. We are only talking. Praise the Lord. The responsibilities of motherhood. There are just three. 
to train your child, to love your child, and to discipline your child. If any of these three is missing, please go and fix it. To train your child is to write on the canvas of their heart. These children have nothing written on the canvas of their hearts. Absolutely nothing. If you want your child to greet, teach her to greet. Don't say at your age, don't you know how to greet? Did you teach her? They say at your age, you don't know how to cook. Did you teach her? You don't know how to be hospitable. My friend came, you didn't give her water. Did you teach her? And I've come to even see, particularly about these children, that we have to teach again and again and again. You can't parent afar off. We need to be intentional. In deliberately teach our children what is important to us. If you want a clean environment, teach your child tidiness. Write the things that must be done before she goes to school. How many of our children have morning chores? Hey, hey. You remember the illustration I gave yesterday about Bentley and 504? Many of us have packed our Bentley inside the garage. And we are walking the 504 to the bone. It is the day that you want to kick that Bentley that you know that the battery ran down since. You keep your daughter. All we are doing for them is nail, weave on, acrylic, IE, we, we put all those ones. How about the qualities of life that will stand them out? Many children are standing on one leg, only academic. Then you won't let us hear what, where your child has all the awards. After those hundred awards, then what? Does your child have manners? Is your child cultured? Some children we greet, you can't even hear what they are saying. Should I talk about when you are carrying load? I wonder every time I'm at the airport. I see a woman carrying a baby, a buggy, a bag, a this and a that. And a lady will walk past her as if nothing touched you. Who raised you? It will not occur to you that a fellow woman, you are about to be in that state. What you sow, you will reap. You keep wondering why some people, and they like her, they don't like me. What is inside you that they don't like? A human being. I don't care whether she's a Muslim or Hindu. That's not my business. I want to leave a deposit of grace. I want you to say I met a woman today. She carried my baby or she carried my bag. She saw me carrying so many burdens. Only God knows what any of us would have done if we were the ones that met the Samaritan. Because maybe every day we meet, we have an opportunity to show the love. But our stiletto and our bags and our cute behavior is all that is on our mind. Vanity. Vanity. Totally meaningless. We are all glorified clay. May God open our eyes to see the things that truly count. So that we can major on the major and mine on the mine. My time is so going. So let me just, how, how can we, ah, Jesus is Lord. No worries. How can we build this phenomenal mother? How is this wise woman going to start? Number one, she's going to learn to pray. Please don't forget to write these things down. Even if nothing else matters to you, learn this feel. Number one, pray. You know, with that mighty heralding of Samson's life, I didn't expect that life to go down. The day that I was born, no angel came to my father or my mother. Yet we are carrying the gospel on our heads. How did this mother, huh? the angel visited the father, the angel visited the mother. How did they lose it? How did they drop their balls? They probably were prayerless. 
It's in the place of prayer that we will dismantle all the arrangements of hell. You remember what we said? That the enemy wants the soul of our children. It's in the place of prayer that we will decree it. The Bible says when you decree a thing, it will be established. It's in the place of prayer that you begin to speak the word of life and infuse your seed with godly virtues. The Bible says that our soul has escaped like a bird out of the snare of the fowler. He said the snare is broken and our souls have escaped. No matter what it is that a child is manifesting, as long as he has a praying mother, as long as he has a praying father, somebody that can touch the heavens and change the earth, somebody that can stand in the place of prayer and decree a thing, the life of that child has no choice than to conform. My sister said something yesterday. He said, may our children come to the pathway of holiness. He said, because even if that child is not smart, as long as you are on the path of holiness, that child will be okay. Because what you commit into the hands of God never falls. Ah, Mothers, you need to arise and shine. You need to arise and pray. Can you please turn off that television for a moment? Many times I think that the life of a mother is too crowded. When Jesus wanted to walk on water, the first thing he did was to, he dispersed the crowd. He told the crowd, go. He told his disciples to go. It's time for me to walk on water. A mother that wants to walk on water in the lives of her children should dismiss the crowd. Mommies, our lives are too crowded. Our lives are too crowded. At the beginning, Abuja was not this crowded. Now, oh, one be every Saturday. You can't be everywhere. You have to make it a duty. If you're a working mother, let weekends be your instructing time. Sit in that room as your child is folding her clothes in her wardrobe and rearranging her shoes, begin to speak about the virtues of this life. Last midterm, my daughter had a friend that came to do sleepover. I saw that they were chatting and they were spending too much time on the... I said, enter Kekena Pep. Many of us, our problem is that we are too fearful. Why would you not allow your child... <laughs> you are not the one protecting that child. You are not the one. They are in SS1. Herself and her friend and my housekeeper. I said, Love you, should enter Keke. Go to the market. I said, I need you two girls to make a goosey soup for me. How old are they? 13 or 11? 14 this year. They should make a goosey. If they cremated it, I would have eaten it with joy. Because practice makes perfect. Why are your children not learning to cook? Why don't they know how to cook? <laughs> They are making designer indomie. Is this what they will feed their husbands and their children? What happened to the day that we... What are you talking about? Some of us here looking beautiful. We can pound yam for everybody in this place. We can make native soup and we know native spices. We are not teaching our children. Should I go about talking about nursing a baby? Many of our 20, 21 year olds that don't know how to nurse a baby. That's why Omogona is a trading business. Because they have no clue. Whether they will hold the baby's head up or, or hold the baby's leg down. No clue. We keep hiding them. It will show it's a matter of time. It's better to train them now that you have rest in the evening of your life. Pray. Pray for your children. Every habit that you are not pleased with in their lives, 
It's not a call for panic. Some people found out that their children are already sexually active. It's to just tell you that the enemy is against that child. I said it yesterday that I was abused as a child. And I was full of bitterness and anger. But I turned out okay. But pray. Learn how to pray for your child. Praise the Lord. Number two thing that a wise mother will do is to prepare the child for the blessing. Hmm. See, eh? I know you won't like me after now, but I told you something about chloroquine. We must take it if we have malaria. It will not be nice on the mouth, but inside it will drive out everything. We are the ones to set the stage for the blessing for our children. That was what Rebecca did. Rebecca had a dialogue with God 20 years ago when she was about to birth the nations. And as a wise mother, she never forgot what God said to her. When Isaac, who was not even involved in all those things, although he had entreated the Lord when the wife could not conceive, just typical of a man, he probably forgot. So when it was time for him to transfer the blessing, he called for Esau. He was going to release the blessing on Esau, but Rebekah called the one that God had spoken about. He said, my son, come. 20 years ago, the Lord told me that you are the one that would take the blessing. But you know what? I don't have the ability to transfer a seed. Only a father can transfer a seed. That's why I don't want any woman to be in enmity against her husband. You don't have what it takes to transfer a seed. You can set the stage like Rebecca. You can cook the food like Rebecca. You can put hair on the body of Jacob like Rebecca. But you can't release the blessing. Only fathers do I don't have a problem with if the marriage does not work make sure it does not become an irreparable enmity if you truly care about your children only the men can transfer the blessing set the stage I thought about it many times that when God was talking about submission in the Bible he was talking about it because there is the order, the arrangement so when God was saying the head of a man is Christ I say, how do you mean? The head, the head of a man is Christ. What do I do to Christ? I honor Christ. I love Christ. I worship Christ. I sacrifice for Christ. I've been born again since I was 13. Oh, I love Christ. If God says that my husband's head is Christ, then everything I do to Christ, I will do to his head. I will not play down on his head. And then the Bible says that the head of the woman is her husband. And that she should cover his head. And when he was talking about a covering, he was not talking about a scarf. Uh, Cover. Cover. The head of a woman must never be exposed. This is the secret of our mothers. They were resilient. They were tenacious. They were bold. They were brave. They weathered storms because of us. Cover your head. Stop exposing your head. Stop telling the old world what's wrong with your head. Go and learn the secrets of Abigail. The woman that married a man that the Bible called a fool. Yet as foolish as Nabal was, Abigail covered him. I say it all the time that when a woman is financially advantaged over her husband, it's a test. Don't fail it. It will turn around. I'm a living proof. It will turn around. Set the stage for the blessing for your child.
prepare the stage. Number three thing that a wise woman will do is to build an ark. <laughs> a wise woman will build an ark. What's the first thing a wise woman will do? What's the second thing she will do? I can't hear you. Huh? She will prepare the place for the transference of the blessing. And number three thing that she will do is to build an ark. See, the Bible tells us about a woman called Jochebed. That's the mother of Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. <laughs> the Bible says that the king released an, an evil decree. And he said every male child should be thrown into the Nile. Because, not because he was afraid of them as babies, but he was afraid of them when they grow up. So the enemy is trying or tried at the time to wipe out sons. Is it not the same way that the enemy is against the sons today? Drugs. Pornography, masturbation. How did we get here? Jesus have mercy. But I know from this point a mother will cry out to heaven. And everything will fade away because of her tenacious cry. The Bible says that Jochebed, she knew that nothing could be born on the earth without a womb. So when Israel began to cry for a redeemer, she must have gone into a covenant with God and said, Father, if you are looking for a woman you can count on, count on me. If you are looking for a mother that will birth your Messiah, count on my womb. And God must have collaborated. She must have been a woman of deep intimacy with the Holy Spirit because she came out with specific words as to what will happen. And when she conceived to be at that child, she began to walk systematically. Time will not permit me to go there. But what happened? The Bible says when she gave birth to that child, she kept him in an ark. She kept him in a basket. She, she made that basket like Noah's ark. That was actually the first ark that was recorded in the Bible. And how many of us today know that the ark is Jesus himself? She hid that boy in the ark. And she did not exempt him from living in the real world. When she put that boy in the ark, she put him right back on the same Nile. That same Nile that had crocodiles. That same Nile that had snakes. But she was confident of what she had done. She knew I have kept him in the ark. Nothing can touch this one. All other boys may be on weed. Not my son. All other boys may be masturbating. Not my boy. All other boys boys may be smoking weed and codeine, not my child. I have hidden him in Christ and in God. I have respect for the woman in Matthew 20, 20, the mother of James and John of Zebedee. I don't know how old these guys were, but the mother grabbed one this way and grabbed the other that way, brought them to Jesus and started negotiating. We are living in the age where your child will tell you, Mommy, I don't feel like going to church. And says, How you feel, baby? You're okay. Make yourself some pancakes. <laughs> Drag them. Sorry. I told you it's going to be turbulent. Whatever price you need to pay to make your child, you are securing their future when you place them in the hand of Christ. I personally drive my child to school every day myself to ensure she reads her Bible. No other reason. How much is a driver in Abuja? She must read her Bible. Before anything else comes into her spirit or soul or body or mind every day. Except I'm not in this town. I drive. Am I talking? I drive my child. She has finished the book of Joshua. 
she's now in the book of uh, Genesis. And that's how, why am I so forceful? Because her name is Shekinah. She's the manifest glory of God. Not just glory, the glory of God is here. But we are talking about the revealed glory. If I don't intentionally put the word of God in her, how is she going to Shekinah it? Intentional parenting. Teach your child how to, and all of us that want to share all our rev. No, it's their turn to shine. That is their first pulpit. Home is their first pulpit. Mommy, keep quiet. Let the children tell you. Mommy, open with me to Psalm 2. You open there. Turn yourself to their students. Initiate them into the word of God. Or help them know that there is nothing. Everyone and earth will pass away. <laughs> My daughter called me from school and told me that they have recorded the first case of a boy. And what's that thing? Kono, Kono, something. In their school. And she was panicking. And Shekinah spoke to her. I said, Jemima, we are hidden in Christ in God. I just get quiet. I wanted to see the content that had entered her. What's it going? I'm a preacher. It's not difficult for me to start ranting, but I wanted to know how much had entered because her sister was genuinely petrified. And she said, have you not heard about the ark of safety? Jesus is the ark. I said, thank you, Jesus. But we are even the ones communicating the fear. Paranoia. We like drama. Have you got it? It's nothing wrong with uh, what's that alcohol thing in our hands? And sanitizer. It's okay. But if you remind them of what Psalm 91 says, I put a prize on Psalm 91. Now, the first person to learn Psalm 91 in my house will get a prize. Monetize it. Anyhow, you're going to push the word of God in. Push the word. Build an ark in your home. Build an ark. Intentionally play worship songs. You can't get into my car and not hear Jesus. My car in itself is an altar. A living altar. I want my children to know that I'm a Jesus freak. No apologies. Praise the Lord. A wise mother is a leader. A wise mother is a leader. <laughs> it hurts me every time I see that in the name of befriending and being modern we are coming at par with our children it's not correct there must be a leader and there must be a follower somebody's got to be in charge you wake up and give orders organize your home and it starts with you organizing yourself the reason why many children don't even want to hear because many of us are do as i say don't do as i do Let's become leaders. That's what that mommy Zebedee did. She didn't ask, do you want to join the choir? Once you are home, join the choir. Act, join the dance team or drama team. We shield our children too much because we don't want them corrected. Let me tell you, correcting a child is a sign of love. Is it not easier to ignore you and your child? So many children all over the world are looking for you to correct them. What are you talking about? Rain should not beat them. Sun should not beat them. Hunger will beat them. Something will beat this world. Ah, I was the favorite child of my dad. If they told me my dad would ever die and live in this world, I would never believe it. Voila. So whether I took instruction then or I didn't take it, become a model of what you want. Become the change you want to see in your child. 
a model of hard work. Many of us are so demanding. Many of us feel so, what's that word I've been looking for now? Sir, entitled. Thank you. We feel so entitled. The world owes us. My husband owes me. The government owes me. My pastor owes me. You don't model sacrifice. Nobody called me on my birthday. That's why your child behaves the way. They cry over everything. Because of my you cry, cry mommy. Model leadership. Leadership is about courage. Huh. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Number five thing. Be discerning. Be discerning. A wise mother is discerning. At the time you notice many of the things that we are worried about is already far gone. You remember those two prostitutes in 1 Kings 3 that the Bible says they slept off. And somebody so slept that they took a living child from her side and swapped with a dead one. And the other one, they took a living child from her side or she slept so much that she, she slept on top of her child. But that's not the part that tripped me. When they got before the king and they held up that child, she looked very well. She said, this is not my child. What? She knows that child so well. She told the king, this one is not my child. A mother is discerning. Her spirit is apt. You know when Eliezer, no, 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 Elijah refused to collect the gift from Naaman and he went away. The Bible says Gehazi, he ran after the man of God and said, my father said I should collect all those things. Elijah did not leave his room. As soon as Gehazi got back, he said, Gehazi, where have you been? Started talking this way and that way, but what Elijah said, I will never forget it. He said, didn't my spirit go with you? Oh, motherhood. Are you discerning can your spirit pick up when your child has come into a wrong association? Can your spirit pick up when your child is about to smoke the first cigarette? Can your spirit pick it when they want to initiate your child into alcohol? The devil goes around like a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. But a, a discerning mother will pick it. Even if your child is in America, a discerning mother gets uneasy in her womb and just begins to feel an agitation I know I'm meant to be at that party on Saturday but I hear the spirit of the Lord say shut down shut down every distraction it's time to redeem the soul of that boy they are coming after him but thank God for a warrior mother a soldier and a militant who is not going to allow the enemy to stand a mother that stands in front of the gate of her son and say no devil you can't stand here Keep moving. Keep going. No loitering. Get out! A woman said, this is not my son. This is not my daughter. I raised my daughter up in purity. Where did this defilement enter? How did she, how did she get here? No, this is not my daughter. And rearrange it. It's not for you to not start doing it by me. Oh, yeah. I've been praying for you. Please, can we stop it? We always make everything about us cry this way, cry that way. After crying, then what? You still solve the problem. Why not go on your knees and begin to decree a thing? A wise mother is discerning. A wise mother is a leader. 
A wise mother is a prayer warrior. A wise mother is a redeemer. She stands in between the devil and God and I mean and the destiny of her children and say no you can't touch this one. When there is a mother in the life of a child that child is secured. The, what's her name? Jokibed was not there when the praise report of our children came. That will be my last scripture because I see our time is really gone. Just show me Hebrew 11.24 Let me stop there. I love to talk about parenting because look our children are our future. Our children are our future. We've got to get it right. Whatever we are not doing right, let's go and do it. It's not too late. Even if that child is 25, the way the day you wake up, turn it right side up. If there is no spirit in your house, you can bring it in without pressure. You can start praying. You start praying. If your child truly loves you, you will say, Mommy, I started praying. If your child is not domesticated, start it. It starts with turning it. But even if she makes that advice as hard as rock, let's eat it in love. Then we tell her, Okay, you know, I like this Eba that you made, but you know, it's hard. Put more water or less Gary you have communicated so the greatest thing missing in the life of our children is actually attention by faith Moses when he came to years refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter go on sir go on sir go on sir choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. His mother spent only, I don't even know how long it took for her to win him. Let's give them four years. Only four years. Only for years she spent with him, but communicated so much of the God of Israel in him that when he grew up, this was the testimony. Mommies, we will hear testimonies about our children. We will not be ashamed. We will get praise reports. When they get married, their husbands will send you special Christmas gifts and say, thank you for raising your daughter like you did. I decree that when our sons marry, their daughters-in-law will their daughters-in-law will send messages back to us and say, Mommy, thank you for the way you raise your son. It's not a wife beater, it's not a cantankerous man, it does not lose his temper anyhow, is a provider. This will be the praise reports that we'll get of our children in the mighty name of Jesus. Is there a mother who wants grace this morning and say, God, I need your grace. There are so many repairs. I've gone through this over. And maybe the reason why I'm such a passionate speaker is because I'm brutal with myself. I'm very brutal with myself. You see, we that are in the limelight, the attention is on us much more. I say to my daughters, I said, if you don't live right, one day I'll be preaching, they'll collect the mic from my hand and say, go home. Come and fix your own verse before you come and talk to us. So don't give them the chance. So I'm so hard. I love my kids and they know there's nothing I won't do to give them the good life. But I want to lay a solid foundation. That even if I'm not there, they would have heard and they will do. Just give me two minutes, Pastor. I crave your indulgence. Just two minutes, please. I want to pray for mothers.
If you need grace, I mean, no, it's not everybody. But this thing that has been said today, he said, Father, there is more. I can be a better leader. I can be more prayerful. I need fire on my altar. I have not prayed like I should pray for my kids. I have not prayed like I should pray for my seeds. Oh God. I've been too quarrelsome. I fight my husband too much. I didn't even know my children were looking. Lord have mercy on me. For some you don't say I'm a professional malice keeper. I can keep malice. For some we model stealing. We can steal. For some it's covetousness. We just want what others have. Even when we can't afford it. You didn't come out to meet me. You came out to meet your God. You see, today is Mother's Day. So I just believe it's a day that everyone is open to hear a serious mother. Not a mother that came to show off. A serious mother. A mother that truly knows. Can you shut the gate against the enemy in, your, in the lives of your children? I can't hear you praying. I can only see one or two persons praying. Don't make excuses. Don't make excuses. Just repent. Just repent. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I hear you speak out to your God? I'm sorry for what I've done wrong. In modeling a wrong thing. Many of us want to live our lives through our children. We didn't even take the time to ask the Lord. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. Can you stretch out your hands to your God? And just ask for mercy. Have mercy on us, oh God. We came because we love you. And we want to do it right by you. Holy Spirit, reign your power. Reign your mercy upon us, oh God. I hear God say that some woman need to go and crown her husband as the king again. Stop contending with control in your home. Stop fighting for control. He may be a weak man. He may be a bad man. He may be a nasty man. But God put him over you. Ask God for grace. I hear God say somebody needs to forgive. I hear God say somebody needs to forgive. You are that one. Please go on your knees. Because what that person did against you was so bad. That you feel justified. But God says forgive. That forgiveness is the gate entrance through which is going to come and settle all this. Oh father, I want to be a mother that you'll be proud of. Modeling Jesus Christ to my children. I want to be an epitome of a redeemer. I want to be an epitome of a sacrifice. I want to be an epitome of your peace. I want to be an epitome of your love I want to be an epitome of generosity I don't only want to give to my own children but I want to give to all children Lord teach me I, I acknowledge that I don't know how to do it right Ah, God that's why I came that I'm not perfect but I have a perfect savior
genuinely repenting and saying Lord show me the ancient path for every mother who is genuinely standing here asking that you will show her the eternal highway the one who is crying that you will lead her in the footsteps of Jesus that she may enter your own rest Lord I ask for the baptism of fire to burn away the old script and to give a new instruction father let us go back home to change our model of operation to become mothers to become instructors to become teachers to become counselors to become the ones that our daughters will sit with and ask questions father help us to stop majoring on the minor give us the grace to go back home and to sit gather our children around our tables and tell them Bible stories again. Send us back home to teach our children hymns, to teach our children songs. Let our homes become a model of a Christian home where the Christ alone is the Lord and the King. Today we release our homes to you. We say our kitchen becomes a place of instruction. Our living room becomes a place of instruction. Our bathrooms become a place of instruction. Every part of our home belongs to you. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. For a mother who is asking for help. We ask that you release help. Open our eyes to the scripture. That she will know exactly what to do. The Holy Spirit is telling me that some woman does not even know how to pray. God said, you should find a prayer partner. Not a gossip partner, but a prayer partner. Someone who will teach you how to pray. It can be learned. It's an art. You can learn how to pray. Don't give an excuse that I don't know how to pray. And you can speak your heart out to God. Your desires for your children. You can speak it out. Father, I release your peace upon your women. Father, this is not a message to judge or to condemn, but to open our eyes to what it ought to be. Let no one live here condemned. Let no one feel here feeling small, but let us live here determined and resolved to be better mothers that will get the commendation of heaven. Thank you, our gracious Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone, 09-290-9000 or 07-03-15-88404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you